Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about Hang On, Don't Quit. This is a teaching podcast. As always, go and grab your Bibles and take some notes. Got a really good show for you today. As always, we start our show off with a quote of the day, and it goes like this. Determination is willpower, not skill power. Now let's look here at Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 36. This is where we're going to take our text from really quick. And notice what it says here. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. I want to say that to you again. I want you to think about this. You need to persevere. So that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what has been promised to you. Added emphasis. I titled this show today, Hang On and Don't Quit, because we are in the final phase here of 2023 in the month of December. And at this time of the year, we know that there are some demonic spirits that are hovering over our land, especially with the holiday season. People many times are depressed, frustrated. People that have died, have gone on to be with the Lord. Many things that people are looking back over their life, things that have not transpired the first 11 months of the year. And so sometimes people are filled with hopelessness, thinking and believing that it's just not going to happen. I want to stop you right here in your tracks and tell you, hang on, don't quit. The deal is still good. I know we probably about two weeks less than that of moving into the new year. But I want you to know, whatever God said to you in 2023, I want you to put some pressure on it. I want you to put some pressure on it. When I say pressure on it, I want you to stand on what God has said. It is so easy to quit. It is so easy to give up. It takes no effort at all. And yes, I realize that these spirits of hopelessness and despair, it is real. But I want you to know really that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Throughout this show today, I'm going to bring up this word called perseverance because that is what I want you to take away from this particular show. I want you to persevere. You may be feeling like the chips are down. There's just no hope for me. Or maybe you like that man that said in the Bible, Lord, I believe but help my unbelief. There's some places I just don't believe because we are almost at the end and I seem to be further away than what I started. I get it. I understand it. I really do. But I want you to know that God has something in store for you. Not next month, not next year, right now. I want you to focus in today, right now, because anything is possible for you. Jeremiah 32, 20 says, I am Jeremiah 32, 27. Yes, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there? 
You got to answer that question. Now, in my life, I want to tell you no. But there are times that I look at certain things and say, man, this seems to be like an uphill battle. I just don't have enough strength. But I believe right now God is going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the passion and the desire that you need just to believe, just to believe that he is the God of all flesh and there's nothing too difficult for him. Once again, in Hebrews 10, 36, I want to read this to you again. I know I read it to you a couple of times, but I want to read it to you again. It says, you need to persevere. You, I'm talking to you today. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, so when you have done what the word of God has said for you to do, you will receive what is promised. You will. That's what I want you to take away from the word of God today. God is very adamant. If you do what the word of God tells you to do, you will receive what he has promised. I want to give you quickly five reasons to hang on because you might say, I got no reasons at all. I want you to take my five reasons. These are my five, my top five reasons. I want you to hang on and don't quit because God's got something in store for you. Number one, achieving your goals. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you have any goals that you want to achieve? Life is very difficult in and of itself, but it even becomes harder when we just don't have a reason to get up. Every day you get up, there ought to be something that you are pushing for. There's got to be something that you're trying to achieve. There's got to be something in your heart that you're trying to do. And I realize that many times we are resisted on every hand, but you got to push. When you push through difficult times and you persist in your efforts, you increase the likelihood of achieving your goals. Remember, the desired outcome can serve as a powerful motivator for you to keep going. I'm going to give you the description, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. The NIV says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ. I push forward because I got a goal to reach. God has put something in my heart and he knows I'm going to have some resistance. But he lives inside of me. So I'm going to press on for the prize for which God has called me. The reason why I get up every day is because I know I've been called. I'm talking about me personally. This is why I get up every day. This is why I keep going. This is why in the midst of trials, tribulations, persecutions, it really don't matter. I get up, I show up every day because I actually believe in the midst of the battle, I've been called. When you don't know you are called to do anything, you will quit. And let me say this to you. Sure, I'm called to be a pastor. And many times people say, well, yeah, you got a, a calling to be a pastor or a preacher or whatever. So your, your thing is different than mine. And so, you know, God's got to be with you. No, that's not it. See, every last one of God's believers are called to do something. But when you don't know what you're called to do, you won't do anything. And it is my prayer that you find out what you are called to do. Because whatever it is that you are called to do, there's an assignment there for you to achieve your goals. Your assignment is connected to your calling. And I want you to get entrenched in the very thing that God has called you to do. Number two, personal growth. You got to hang on because you got to grow. 
Anything that is living has got to grow. But the reality is there are a lot of people that are just eking out of existence. There are a lot of people that have thrown in the towel a long time ago. But I want you to know it doesn't have to be you. Here's this word perseverance because personal growth in a nutshell is perseverance. And it often leads to self-improvement. We have to continue to improve every day. It builds resilience character, inner strength, helping you to become stronger and more capable in terms of what God has called you to do. I don't know many times we don't want to hear nothing about no personal growth because that's not a sexy word. It's not nothing to get excited about. But I want to tell you something. It's a powerful thing. It's these little boring words that we don't think that's really doing anything inside of us. But I'm telling you, when you just quit in life, it's because you're not growing personally. You got to grow on the inside. It builds again resilience. You got to be resilient in this time and day in which we live. Let me give you a quick definition of what perseverance actually is because many times we don't know. Perseverance is the ability to persist in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And perseverance is necessary because it will push you to become successful. People that are successful just don't wake up and are successful. No, that's not how it works. When you become successful, it's because you have learned how to persevere. Look at what Romans chapter five, I want to read this to you. Romans chapter five, verses three and four. It says, not only so, but we also glory in sufferings because we know that sufferings produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. I'm going to ask you a question. When was the last time you gloried in your suffering? I'm going to ask you again. When was the last time you gloried in your suffering? The Bible is wonderful because it tells us to do things the ordinary person just not going to do. But I want you to think about this. If this scripture is true, and it is, our suffering is producing something. Hardship is producing something. Rejection is producing something. Now, for many people, it produces the attitude to quit because they don't read the Bible fully. But for you that read the word of God and know that this is the will of God, that we persevere through hardship and trouble, we realize it's producing character. It's producing a person that is unbreakable. It's producing a person that won't quit. It's producing a person that won't give up. It's producing a person that won't roll over and die. It's producing a person that's full of God's power, full of God's anointing, full of God's strength. I could go on and on. Something is happening inside of you when you are growing personally. Give yourself the gift of personal growth. Tell yourself in every situation, I'm going to grow. In the midst of pain, I'm going to grow. When tears are rolling down my face, I'm going to grow. When I've been rejected, when it seems like, man, I've got so many no's, there's no yeses out there, but I want you to know I'm going to grow in this. Personal growth is important because it is producing something even though there is a delay. If you've ever been on a plane before, taking off, get in the sky, get into a certain altitude, everything is smooth. As you're making a descent to whatever city you're going to, sometimes you're in what is called a holding pattern. It's a delay, meaning that there are a lot of planes that are trying to get on the ground. But the wonderful thing about it is you're going to get there. 
So the pilot, he just circles around the city until he has clearance to come in. Catch it now. He's just circling around the city, seemingly going around the same old pattern here, not going in. People are getting frustrated. When is the plane going to land? And sometimes the pilot gets on. He just calm everybody down and said, we're getting ready to touch down in another five minutes because people get impatient. Here's what I want to tell you. When you get impatient and it seems like you're in a holding pattern, I want you to remember your plane is going to come in at some point. You're not going to stay in the air. That You're not going to stay in the air forever. Your situation is not going to last forever. You are going to come in. Here's what I want to ask you. Do you believe it? If you don't believe it, then these things are going to hinder you. But I want you to know you are growing. Tell yourself, I'm growing. I'm growing from that bad relationship. I'm growing from when they fired me from that job. I'm growing when they rejected me from the loan. You're not dying. You're not going to quit, man. You got no quit in you. You are growing. Number three, here's one of the reasons why we got to hang on. We're learning to overcome challenges. Challenges are all a part of life. Life is filled with ups and downs. And giving up when faced with adversity may lead to missed opportunities for learning and growing. So persevering through challenges allows you to overcome obstacles and be more adaptable. And that's how we got to do. Our life has got to be fluid. Whatever situation I'm in, I'm going to adapt to it because there's something in this I need to learn. There's something in this. I don't want to miss an opportunity. I don't see many times we miss opportunities in hardship. That's how you find an opportunity. You find an opportunity in a tough place, in a hard place, in a place where you just don't understand. And so when we don't understand, this is what we got to focus on. God's love for us. We got to focus on he didn't bring me this far to leave me. We got to focus on the fact that I will rise again. We got to focus on the fact that this is just temporary. Nothing in the school of God's life, in the school of what God has you in right now, is a permanent situation. So don't get frustrated because see, when our emotions are high, our logic is low. So we got to bring our emotions back down to center and tell ourselves, I am going to overcome these challenges. Come on now. You got to say it to yourself. I'm going to overcome these challenges. I'm going to get through this season. I only got a week or so and I am going to overcome my disappointment. I'm going to turn the page. I'm going to overcome this guilt. I'm going to turn the page. I'm going to overcome this frustration. Yeah, I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to overcome self-sabotaging my own success. Always saying, I'm not going to make it. This is not going to happen for me. Nothing good ever happens for me. You got to change your confession by understanding that this challenge that's in my face, God has given me the power to overcome. All right? You got to get this in your heart. You got to get it in your spirit. Notice what James chapter 1, verse number 2 through 4 says. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Look at this. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces, here's that word again, perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature 
and complete, lacking anything. Did you get that? This is why we need to understand what God's word is saying about our situation. When was the last time you considered a trial joy? Many people don't. But again, God is trying to give you his mindset. When you face many kinds of trials, many kinds of tribulations, again, in God's school, this is something that is necessary. This is something you got to get. You know, when you're in college, you have to take the basic courses. And many times for the first two years, it seemed like you're getting nowhere. But you got to take these basic courses. And then in your junior and your senior year, you get into the heart of why you actually came to school. And many times when we're in the will of God, God is just not going to thrust us real fast. We got to get the foundation of his word. We got to get our relationship connected with him. So when we're walking with him and as he's changing us, when things in life are thrown against us, we got to understand he's giving you tools for this. He's giving you, like they say in the world, there's an app for this. It doesn't matter where you are. You will overcome this challenge. You will overcome this trial. You will overcome this tribulation. You just got to hang on in there. Number four, inspiring others. This is why you got to hang on. See, many times when you get to a point where you learn that life is just not about you, but it's about the people that's with me. It's about the people that's looking to me. So this is when you get into leadership. This is when you get out of yourself and you realize that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not just doing it for me, man. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for my spouse. I'm doing it for the people that's in my inner circle. I'm doing it for a generation that has yet to see me flourish. Many times we read and look at documentaries of people that have done great things. You'll find a common thread. They want to inspire. That's my question to you. Do you want to inspire people? If you're just living for you, that's a boring life. You can't just live for you. You got to learn how when you're doing something, you got to look back and say, I'm doing this because I want to inspire somebody who's ever been in this situation to know that they can overcome. See, your determination and your ability to hang on during tough times can inspire, it can motivate others around you. Believe this, somebody's watching you. When people are watching you, they're not telling you they're watching. You'd be surprised of the people that are watching you. I'm going to say it to you, you'd be surprised. I was surprised over the years when I found out that people were watching me, people that were watching me that I didn't think was paying me any attention at all, but they were watching to see if I was going to break. They were watching to see if the word I was preaching, I really believed it. They were watching to see if I was really made of the stuff that other people said I was. People are watching you. And we do make mistakes. Yes, we do falter. But when we really get this inside of us, we want to be determined that I'm not going to quit. I'm going to hang on because my son, my daughter, my spouse, a co-worker, somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend may be looking at me and say, man, I'm just watching him. And you know what? It makes me want to believe. It makes me want to hold on. It makes me want to do better. It makes me want to go the extra mile. This is the kind of life that we want to wake up to and get in our heart. I want to live to inspire. Notice what it says here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, the NIV. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. 
but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Man, that was so good. I want to say it again. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. These are five things. These are five bullets in your gun here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, that I want you to get inside of you as it relates to inspiring other people. I want to set an example of how I speak, of how I talk in my speech, in my conduct, how I live, as it relates to my love walk, not with God, but with other people, in my faith, what I'm believing. And in my purity, how I am living, these are the things that really will inspire other people, especially in a world that is wicked and it seemingly feels like everybody is doing the same thing. But I want you to know you can inspire other people. And finally, number five, I'm calling this regret prevention. Yes, regret prevention prevention. This is one of the reasons why I want you to hang on because I don't want you to have regret. There are so many Americans that are looking back over the balance of their life and they're saying, I'd have regret. I wish I would have done it. I wish I would have pushed forward. See, regret often stems from not trying hard enough, watch this, or giving up too soon. Here's my question. Have you just given up too soon? Things are not going to happen for you overnight. This lie that we tell people that it's just going to happen at a drop of a dime, just because you're confessing, don't mean there's going to be manifestation right away. It takes time for this. Don't give up too soon. So persevering minimizes the chances of you looking back and regretting not giving your best effort. It allows you to move forward with the sense of accomplishment and closure. This is why you want to persevere. This is why you don't want to live a life in regret. When things are tough, many times we just got to step away for a minute, say it's going to be okay, and we got a game plan with the Holy Spirit. This is something we don't do. We just let how we feel to just take us out the game. But sometimes you got to call a timeout. If you watch football games, basketball games, when it seems like the team is down by five points or 10 points, the coach calls a timeout. You know why? Because he's got to get his players to regroup. He wants the coach needs for the players to hear his voice again. Say, all right, guys, y'all have gotten away from this plan. Y'all have gotten away from our preparation. Remember what we are out here doing. And see, when the Holy Spirit is our teacher, he's our coach. He's the one that helps us set the tone and the tenor of our day and of our life. He's giving us our godly assignment from the Father. We have to many times just take a time out, take a couple of deep breaths and hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And he will encourage you. I want to encourage you even now to do this in your day. When you feel like you're being overwhelmed, take a time out. When you feel like you're frustrated and angry, take a time out. When it seems like this is just too much for you to bear, I want you to take a time out. Don't quit. You're going to have some regrets. And watch this. When you realize that life is just full of all of these things that are going to come at you, if you quit everything, how are you going to learn how to cross the finish line? 
how are you going to learn how to have some closure? Many of us, we don't have any closure in our life because we quit. I'm asking you to get back in the game. I'm asking you to get back in. Watch this. We're going to do it better this time. We're going to get some more information in prayer. We may need to get some more information in terms of making a better decision than what we made before. We're going to stop talking to the wrong people. We're going to start becoming more positive. We're going to start doing things intentional to build our faith because there are reasons why we quit. There are reasons why we have regrets because we just didn't listen to the right voice. Notice what Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says, and this is my final verse to you. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Don't become weary when you're doing good. If you're doing good, don't become weary, which says that there's a spirit in the land that when you're doing good, weariness can be attached to it. You know why? Because we look around and there's so many people seemingly, and I say that seemingly, that are prospering doing bad. They're doing all kind of bad stuff, all kind of evil stuff, always trying to get over, always disrespectful, always dishonest. And it seems like they're always finishing first. That is a lie. But see, when you're doing good, it seems like things are taking much longer. And it may seem like that, but it's really not true. Because weariness, watch this, is let weariness Be pushed out of the window when you know that doing good is a part of your assignment in God. Don't come down from the wall. You're building a wall. Don't come down and answer questions. Don't come down and try to answer everybody's, you know, everybody got a question about this, got a question about that. It don't matter. Don't become weary in doing well. At the proper time, you will reap if you don't give up. You planting that seed is called seed, time, and harvest. If you planted that seed, you got to give it some time. That seed going to go through all kind of things in that ground. But at some point, it's going to burst asunder. And then we're going to see a little small little leaf. And it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you're going to see your harvest. Listen, hang on. Don't quit. These are my five reasons. I want you to hear it again, listen to it, get it in your heart, get these scriptures that I've read to you today, get them in your spirit. Just don't hear this, but practice it. Get it in your heart. What you get in your heart will manifest and cause the harvest to come to you in great proportions. That's all that I wanted to share with you today. I hope this blessed you in some way. If it did, I want you to send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Go to my website, thomasadeloach.com and find out who it is that's talking to you. Connect with me, partner with me, share this podcast episode with somebody who is thinking about quitting. Tell them to hang on, hang on, hang on, man, because things are going to turn around for you. I'm praying for you, believing God's best for you. Go out and do something extraordinary today. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info 
at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.